Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents live and in person on the panel this week. She is a comedian, a mom, and a strong woman extraordinaire. She's got a comedy special called I'm Crowning. That is on Amazon Vudu and Comcast, as well as many other places. You know her, you love her. She is the artist formerly known as Liz Stewart. Introducing, it is my pleasure to do so, Betty Barnes. Welcome, Betty. Thank you so much. I've emerged from my COVID cocoon, <laughs> a beautiful butterfly known as Betty Barnes. And Betty Barnes books, Betty Barnes books gigs and has manicures and has her hair done. Today I'm very Stewart. I just came from hot yoga. I look a fright. But <laughs> Betty Barnes will fix this shit later today. I'm having a midlife crisis and I'm fine with it. Join me. <laughs> I feel like there should be like ominous organ music coming in like join me like the intro to Scooby Doo or something sing angel of the night <laughs> <sighs> well welcome Thank so you. so good to have you here first <laughs> first visit back to the studio in person since uh, since the COVID restrictions mm -hmm. and everything so doubly pleasurable Thank you. So thank you Very for excited. being here. As always, and what is like I I count the cheesecakes. It's like your sixth week back. We've been doing this for a little I mean, wow. we, you know, we've been doing the show for a while, but it is uh it it is officially part of the comfort zone. Mm. And always a pleasure to introduce comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason, Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to be back to have Big Red with us. Big Big Red Betty, boy, she came out, and yeah, looking great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and uh, thanks for the cheesecake and coffee. Always Ab good. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, right. you know, it's uh, as, as we're cycling through all the usual suspects who are making their return visits, I'm I'm gonna stop making uh, the cheesecakes. You know, those are like inaugural visit things. But since you're here, like, oh yeah, yeah, well, time and you're getting a cheesecake every time somebody shows up. Every time somebody who hasn't been here. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. last week, uh, Jim yeah. Coughlin, second time back. So I, I felt I yeah. should still do something. I'm so an honored black cookies. man. I'm telling you, made cookies, cookies. last week because yeah. oh, much more so low good. impact, easier. You know. Yeah. I was not, you know, so that was the only time I didn't, you know, the brother didn't get a, a, a cheesecake. He gave me a cookie. Uh, well, I'll, bring, then, I'll bring a crudite next time that I'm here. So that there's... <laughs> you know, I, I got to say, and it's it's been a while since she's done the show, so I'm hoping to have her back. But I think Amy Wittry kind of started the whole, uh, so good. like, bringing, bringing snacks to the show. And it was it was like a, a oversized plastic champagne bottle filled with fun-sized candies that was like a new year's party treat that she was like get this out of my house so yeah. i mean you know the motivation may not have been entirely altruistic but it it definitely wound up being that way amy's the best she, I, I just gave her a treadmill oh, I, had nice. two, I had two extra treadmills just laying around wow. in my garage people give me treadmills Mm. Interesting. They're like, here, you need this, and I'm like, fuck you, I'll take your treadmill. <laughs> if, if you if you get a, like an inversion table to spare, let me know. Uh, mm. I'm on the market for one of those. What's that? Is that a max climber? Uh, no, no, no. It's just a stationary bike. Uh, oh, 
Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. Picked yeah. it up about uh, three months and 15 pounds into the pandemic lockdown. <laughs> oh, wow. My stationary bike looks like a bike. That looks like a stepper. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, it folds it down. It folds down. Yeah. You are so fucking high class. Well, I uh, you know, it. small small place. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I'm, I, have, no, I have a Nordic track elliptical in my place. Nice. But, yeah, but I'm going to get one of those uh, where it's the... Uh, like the right? No, well, it looks like it, it's um, it's part row, but it's also part where you can Squat. do the do the squats. The DB method. Yeah, yeah, it's got yeah, the... Yeah, uh, blaster. Yeah, it's the... Uh, it looks like that. That's what I mm-hmm. thought that was. I forgot that was a bike, but it looks like that. It's got the handles like that, and it's got the... the um, what do you call them? The the bands. So the bands can go up to like forty pounds, whatever, and they pull you. So you do a deep squat and pull up, mm. drop back down, pull up, and you mm-hmm. can do also. You can do the deal. So yeah, and it's like they're like about one hundred and nine bucks. I was doing rows incorrectly, and I just now have uh, uh, put my uh, elbow by your side. Like your el- bring your el- do close close to your body rows instead of oh I'm totally leaning back all right use your core sit up man well no, um, no, I mean lean uh, back get comfortable just totally like bring them bring the mic to where I, you I'm are. not comfortable being comfortable <laughs> um uh, but yeah, yeah you yeah. know who is comfortable being comfortable Betty Barnes Betty so get Barnes. it together woman all right Betty Barnes is <laughs> totally comfortable. <laughs> I know it's so it's so like I get to have conversations with myself now and be like Liz are you okay it's it's your friend Betty uh I think we're you know we just gotta get through this and then Liz can be like hey are you gonna are you gonna not cut this guy when he says that to you and then Betty will be like well you know he says it one more time and I'll I'll let you come out and do it Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna be super fun Betty Betty strikes me as as the type of woman who you know she seems like very not like on the verge of snooty, but very upper class, yet still has her thumbnail sharpened to a razor's edge. Yes. Just so she can cut a bitch when she needs to. Yes, Betty Barnes has brass <laughs> knuckles because Liz gave them to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very fun. And they have nice. pointed ends. But it's okay to talk to you. I, do, I talk to myself every morning. Yeah. yeah. I give the best advice to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like important. It. But mm-hmm. now I can like discern my earlier self from my current self. <laughs> You know, I can like be like, hey, you know, that's the old way of thinking. And and then if somebody's like, hey, weren't you the chick who puked behind a dumpster? I can say yes, but that I was, was a different that person was then. In, in the year 5 BB, <laughs> before Betty. Uh, and I did it for a good cause. I puked behind a dumpster to show a guy that I loved him because wow. he was also puking behind a dumpster saying that nobody cared about him. And I said, I'm not going to let you do this alone, dude. See that's that's an attribute that I think Betty Barnes would would embrace. Yeah, she wouldn't brag about it, but well, she would, would still be proud it. of it. Yeah, <laughs> and then we had a beer. I said, "Beer me," and get mm. give one for my yeah, get one for my friend. And we drank a beer behind a dumpster by a pile of vomit. Mm. See, these are the love stories you just don't <laughs> see on Netflix. <laughs> no. This is this is why we welcome you to the wonderful world of podcasting. <laughs> And and I gotta say, uh, I thought I was going to derail the show before we like even got oh, started. Shit. No, no, congratulations! Oh, I, I feel like you know, <laughs> it, it's like I I move one pawn and you just said checkmate. <laughs> like what what just well, happened here? Well, we did so, that. Congratulations! With... Thank yeah. you. I but, ruined parties. Well, we hadn't seen Jim in a while, and and we went off into a whole another world. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. well, well I, you yeah, know yeah. because before the pandemic, this show certainly wasn't known for going off on tangents. Yeah, no. that was nowhere nowhere within our wheelhouse. We yeah. adapted. 
we covered every other subject that it was with Nick. Yeah, it was it was we were we were probably like an hour ten into it and I'm like looking at the notes going, Oh, so there was some news this week also that uh eh, you know, but it's the thing is it's entertaining. We can do a speed it's, round if we never get to it, we can be like a speed round, be like uh, uh Tulsa race massacre, <laughs> pro or con bad pass. <laughs> You know, and they'd be like, then we just get like, you know, GOP rights and fruit. That's bad. Well, uh, you know, like we, we were talking before the show largely about, you know, the importance of, of coming up with plans and, and planning stuff and doing stuff. But in my mind and in application, maybe a little too much in, in my case, but rule one of doing anything, make a plan. Rule two, be ready to divert from the plan. <laughs> because honestly, you know, I mean, that's. That's life. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. You miscalculate, you know, so you're not necessarily right about what's going to happen. Right. Like, have your plan, but be ready to adapt. I, right. I figure that out of, of all places. I figured that out at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas years ago, because it's a conference where there's over 100 bars hosting like five bands per, per night you know, for three, four nights. And so you make a plan of who you're going to go see and okay, this is going to be really crowded for these guys. So I need to get there early and I'll, you know, and then once it actually starts, plan is out the window. It's, Mm -hmm. it's at the very late, it's like scaffolding, but you know, yeah, this is what we were going to do, but we didn't know this was happening and oh shit. Hey, here we go. And you know what? Hey, Life, life does that. Yeah. Uh, if if the last year, let alone the last five years, hasn't shown you that unexpected shit has a way of fucking things up royally. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened to the guy that, that fell off the, that... Uh, Capital? No, he fell off at, um, in uh, Yellowstone Park at the highest uh, point. He was climbing. The guy that did the, the climb with no hands. Oh. He oh. had it all planned out until... Mm-hmm. He fell. Until. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And been doing it a while. Yeah. I think that's the one thing he, he should have had was rope. <laughs> rope would have helped. Mm-hmm. He and like a little something to anchor it into. Yeah. And, they, well, you know? and actually, he did it well while they were filming. Because that scared the shit out of everybody. The guy, you're a director. You're filming this guy go up this thing. And yeah, but and, and, you know, and, you know, on some level, I mean, like nobody is watching the Indy 500 going, gee, I hope everybody drives in a circle 500 times. Right. You're, you're waiting for the crash. I mean, that's, well, that's part of oh, the, the adrenaline of it. 500 times. Is I, that I think it's called 500. Yeah, they all well, go they, they, it's 500 miles. Oh. Yeah. They uh, all go left though. You can't. <laughs> They only go left. Not not politically. <laughs> Judging by the number of nooses they've been finding in garages. Well, uh, I mean, it's you don't I mean, really the think they were. Na- it's, it's not car. that many, but yeah. uh, you know, one is one is already too many. Yeah, so one is way too many. Nooses. Yeah, you know, yeah. Now you know, I had that. I hadn't been in a building. They put me back in a building at my job. Oh. Yeah, and I hadn't been in the building a while. And one of the guys that put me was this white guy named named Hall. And we hadn't worked together in years. He went to camp and everything. And all of a sudden, he wanted to discuss race. Oh. No, no, no. And in I a said, good way? Yeah, well, yeah. And he actually, he says, Tyon, that that that, uh, that Tulsa thing. That you, he said, I didn't know about that. Really? Yeah. Well, let me, and I, I went, 
you know, on the Flipboard, they have the thing of all the, they call it Red Summer. Have you heard about Red Summer? And they show you all no. the, it's all the massacres and everything. Red Summer. He said, Ty, I feel so depressed. I said, why are you feeling depressed? He said, why, I said, why do you feel depressed? He said, well, be, because that, that shit happened and it was so fucked up. He said, I didn't know. I said, that's because they didn't want you to know. Because if you knew, you would question it. So they don't want you to know. But those are my ancestors. I said, I, I understand it. He said, are you angry? I said, angry at who? I said, I'm more happy that you want the truth. I would probably be angry if you didn't want the truth and you, you dismayed or everything. But because you want to know, I said, I said, but I said, please understand, don't discuss this stuff unless you really want to go to the belly of the beast. Yeah, if you want to go all the way, I mean, I'm, I'm said, and I said, the reason why, he said, you call it the belly of the beast. I said, I call it the belly of the beast because you're going to go into the bowels of this country and you're going to deal with every inkling of all the crap that went down. Okay, that means you're going to end up throwing out half the shit that you were told or half the shit that you said, damn, I didn't know that. And it's not to make you feel bad, but it is to give you the truth of what truly went on. You know, and if yeah. you can deal with that, then do it. And you open your mind to a whole new truth. But well, if you can't, I, I think there, right, right there uh-huh. is is the big issue with with the folks, you know, on right. the right, the folks who are promoting ignorance of history. The the you know, it's what is it called? The, slave theory? What is it? What oh, is critical it? race theory. Yeah, there you go. Well, the yeah. the idea that you know. It's and this actually reminds me of a conversation I had repeatedly with another local comic before the 2016 election, mm-hmm. where he was ranting about Hillary and I. I was like, dude, this is you know you keep talking like this, that's gonna get Trump in the White House, and what's that gonna bring? And I, the shit that I laid out, I don't even remember what it was, but it it paled in comparison to, to what really turned out happening. But he was like, stop trying to scare me. You're, you're just trying to scare me. And it's like, no, no, I'm telling you scary shit. It's not with the intent of scaring you. Right. If I wanted to scare you, I would buy you tickets to paranormal activity or some shit. Right. You know, <laughs> this is, this is reality. So just because reality is scary doesn't mean I'm trying to scare you. Right. And where it applies here is just because it hurts to look at the actual history of this country doesn't mean that people who are trying to educate you are aiming to hurt you. I said, mm-hmm. yeah, because I told him, black people have been the nicest fucking people in the world. We should be so, you would think that we should be scalping and blowing up people. And Well, a lot, and, of, a lot of those white folks do think you are. Know, right, but, but, right, but we <laughs> never did. city crime. Yeah. We, Tucker Carlson thinks you are. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I said, dude, if we were going to get you, we'd have got you a long time ago. Okay, we didn't, we didn't, you know, I mean, you know, those, those, you know, we'd go all the way back to the slave uprising and just keep on doing. But what pisses off a lot of other people or other black folks is that we are so fucking nice. Yeah, you guys are so yeah, nice. We are you so know, nice. We don't, we don't, I mean, we, through all the lynchings and the burnings and the whatnot, we have been nice. We, I we, poisoned my parents and my grandparents repeatedly. With like X lax, like we're recording. And, oh. <laughs> um, like I put shit in their food repeatedly with X lax, and then if, on the few times that I put bleach or something like a, like something that could really hurt them, I told them I told them right before they drank it, "Hey, you're not going to want to drink that because I poisoned it." <laughs> and 
and they didn't even like, I mean, they were horrible and they did horrible things to us, but they didn't like steal me from another country to bring me over away from loving parents in order to do that. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, yeah, man, I what yeah, I explained yeah, to him was when he yeah. we were talking about, you know, world war one and different times and everything. I said, you know, when, when someone says that, that, you know, I said, you know, Black people have been trying to assimilate like white folks for years. They've been trying to show that they want their own. I mean, they just, I mean, even I sat up and listened to a Ku Klux Klansman say, you know, we're not really racist. We just think that everybody should be with everybody and be, you know, be with their own and everything. And I said, okay, asshole, we did that and you, you still burned down our shit. We were buyer. We, you said mm-hmm. you don't want to be around us. We said, cool, we'll build our own. And then when you saw us, making advancements, the rich white folks got the poor white folks to go in and burn our shit. Speak, on, mm-hmm. on a similar note, it's, I didn't put it in the flipboard for this week, but I saw a story about a high school, oh God, I, I think it was in one of the Carolinas, mm-hmm. where they had two black valedictorians, uh-huh. and then like days before graduation, they said, oh, and we also have uh, two other valedictorians who just happen to be white kids, you know? And it's like, I I don't know anything about this high school or their football team, but I'm guessing they, they keep the goalposts on wheels at that school. Right. <laughs> Did right. their GPA? Just, uh, well, all, so it was... a four-way was, tie? Or? No, no. So the uh, original uh, valedictorians, the real valedictorians, mm-hmm. were awarded the, the titles based on their QPA. It's like a quality percent. I don't... I didn't delve into it because, it, you know, it was like just more like uppity white people doing yeah. uppity white people shit. Yeah. But then the uh, the two white students had the highest GPAs in the class. So, you know, it's it's one of those um, things that apparently the, um, the um, school um, rules said that, you know, their valedictorians could be chosen on either and apparently for years it had all been on the QPA, which was all good and fine until it was two black students mm-hmm. who had the highest. And, and then, then, oh, hey, we got to bring attendance. the uh, obscure rules. That, yeah, you know. <laughs> She's always early to class. Please yeah. welcome yeah, Karen like, White. Uh, con- congeniality, you know, yeah. all of a sudden, you know. And in, in that Southern sense of congeniality, oh, yeah. that, you know, that's all of a sudden uh, – that's gross. But we, there. I want to talk more about bending rules uh, versus breaking uh, a little later in relation to some other stuff. Uh, as as I mentioned, we were already slightly off track. I never got to mention uh, that me. I'm I'm Dr. David Robinson. Oh, <laughs> we have a host. Yeah, you know. Well, ostensibly, uh, you know, I more more of a a, a loose guide. <laughs> Uh, but I am uh, I am Dr. David Robinson. You're Vin Scully for The Impending Apocalypse. And we, as already proven, do have so much to talk about. But first, a message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... 
Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants. The UK variant goes great with period dramas and tea with milk in it. The California variant made with avocados from Mexico. And the Brazilian variant that goes down so smooth it's like there's nothing there at all. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peak. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I don't know if you guys read about this in the news this week. I, I believe it's in Vietnam. They found like a new strain that's a combination of the India strain and the UK strain. It's Oh, my God. You know, shit's, shit's getting crazy. And we are, I guess it's the 5th of June. June 15th is when LA or California is supposed to open wide up, providing we don't seriously fuck anything up in the next 10 days mm-hmm. i'm not a betting man but i'm i'm not making plans for for the evening of the 15th you know i like smaller gatherings let's take our time and also let's just wear masks on mass transit for the rest of our lives yeah. also yeah. you know like yeah like getting I've, on a plane well it's already ugh. been it's already been proven that flus are down because of wearing masks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean you know i mean you, you have people that still don't want to get the flu shot Oh, by the way, I had a friend of mine who, he's 66 years old, refused to get the, refused to get the, the, the COVID shot, uh, the vaccine, and uh, guess who got COVID? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I told him, mm. and, I, and I'm sitting there going, okay, and, and, and you know, and a buddy of mine said, can't fix stupid. <laughs> he just can't fix it. And, and, and here it is. These are highly educated. These people have great, these people have houses. They have cars. They've had children. They live. You are in your sixties. You are in. You are at one of the. You're in the high risk, and you refuse. I even have a friend whose father refuses, and he's a he's a physician, and he refuses to get the vaccine. Gee, I wonder who they voted for. Oh, <laughs> and, and mind you, these are black people. Oh God! Uh, well, you know, I mean, I can, I, I can, uh, I can cut black people some slack with the hesitancy of vaccines. You know, after all the experiments that white people have done on them. But n- by now, hey, 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 I got the shot. Yeah, I got the shot. That's, no, no, that's no, the thing. No, no, it's no, like no. this is there. There are are plenty of actual reasons. If you, you know, I understand the reticence and the fear, but there is so much actual factual knowledge yeah. out there. Do you know there. how many black doctors and black male and female and black nurses that have already proved? Matter of fact, it was a sister who helped put the damn vaccine mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. How many? That was, So what? You're saying, dude, we get the whole Tuskegee experiment thing. Got it. Understand. I'm. You know I love history, Dave, but I'm like, that virus don't give a shit. And when you yeah. see, my, my cousin died from this shit at 66, uh. and my baby sister got it. It's real, mm-hmm. and it will get your ass. And if you, I'm saying it right now, if you do not get it, get the shot. Hey, I, I'm not trying to be, but you know, your call. 
you're adult, don't do it. Hey, you just, don't want to. I can't wait until my four year old can get her can get a shot because I can you cannot count on people to do the right thing. No. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely that the that's, last five you know, years. When when us. I when I yeah, <laughs> when I when I heard someone use use the phrase honor system in Ooh. relation, it's like, and I'll be wearing a mask for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, well, well I oft, I often say you the, the thing you have to worry about. The flat earthers, you have to worry about them. Mm -hmm. And you have to worry about, you know, man's nature is bad. I mean, you just can't, (laughs) you just can't. I mean, when you say, well, how did that happen? There was a human involved. Every time there's a human, there's there's the problem. How do we get this way of humans? Yeah, it's because humans haven't balanced their genders. You know what I mean? Because, like, everybody is comprised of, I have some very masculine attributes and I have some very feminine attributes, and but I like to think that I'm I'm equally both. I mean, I have a vagina. So, I'm going to be leaning one way when it comes to, like, you know, <laughs> you know, where I, you know, like, how I pee. Although I can pee standing right. up. But, you know, balancing you it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to do a sumo squat. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. do a what sumo damn squat. women, boy. They got all kinds of. These guys are amazing. I tried it's, to write my name and I peed on my shoes though. It didn't work out. I was going to say, you remember like I think it was in the eighties the the it. plastic uh, the jelly shoes that all the all the women were wearing. I'm I am convinced that there was there was a plot in the eighties to like teach women to pee standing up, and you could tell who was involved in the plot because they were they were wearing waterproof shoes year round. <laughs> And I wear rain wrong. boots. There's nothing wrong with squatting, though. <laughs> Guys are always talking about, I don't want to squat. Hey, you know, some puppies you squat You ever been camping, squat. dude? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Poop yeah. in a bag. Poop yeah. in a bag. Squat. Use, engage your core. Lift your pelvic floor. Lift your pelvic floor. Yeah, don't they tell you to do kegels? Kegels? Yeah, the kegels. The kegels. Oh, yeah. And I have a machine for the kegels that um, uh, is, is coming in. So, super kegels. <laughs> really? They have a machine? They have a machine. They tell guys to do like, more, more machines to give them uh, stronger. Uh, See, this is this is the problem. I, I you know, I'm not like a part of the Yang gang here, but I, I gotta like a, at least acknowledge Andrew Yang's complaint that this is just another case of the robots taking jobs away from humans. <laughs> My husband is very well employed, but but <laughs> but he can't make me do super kegel. I mean, it's like it's like those massage. It's like those those you know those pads that they put on your um on your on you with like the 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 pads that like the, the massaging pads. Oh yeah, like the tense up. tense massage. The yeah. tense massage. It's yeah, like yeah. that, but for your pussy. They didn't make any for and men. It has like a. Uh, um, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, like, China. China. I, I was going to say it's like buying lingerie as a gift. It is for men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it's 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 strong enough for a man, but it's made for made a woman. For a woman, and it, it'll help with like you know, I'm getting that because I had a kid, and I've got a you know, I'm rebuilding from the. Got to make like Archie Bell and the Drells and tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs> tighten it up. You know. No, but no, but you know, guys as they get you know. One thing about it, you know, Coop as he gets old, he has to worry about ED. Oh, yeah. I don't so think that's, that's what I'm gonna... saying. That's what I'm saying. When he hits his fifties, unemployment. Guys... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's EDD. Check, check, please. Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
it, you know, I, I told you we were going to go yeah. off the rails. It yeah. is, uh, I, I feel like I, I should acknowledge that it is the 23rd Saturday of the new year. And being the 5th of June, that also means it's National Veggie Burger Day, National Moonshine Day, and National Gingerbread Day. Or as we called it back in my Missouri college days, snack time. So... <laughs> Well, you used to make gin. You used to make. Oh, the I crust. still do. Yeah, no, it's it's that's a seasonal thing. I was I was kind of surprised, like why gingerbread day in the middle of the year, and there was no actual explanation given. So I'm sure it was like the gingerbread folks going. So our sales are really down in the summer. Why don't we National Gingerbread Day? Well, shouldn't that be around uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or no, 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 June, Christmas. It it June. leads up to Christmas in July, mm-hmm. which. I don't know how that became a uh, a cliche, but I guess with banana ice cream, like get some frozen bananas, put it in some flax milk, put it in yeah, with vanilla extract, put that in your blender, you know, blend it, blend it, and then take some gingerbread and then like you know sprinkle that on top as a as a topper. I think that wow. would be good like, ice uh, yeah. cream summer treat. You know, sounds pretty amazing. It's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. And and our already Recipe. we're a cooking show. Yeah. It's it's what we do every week. It's I, I kinda like that. Then we change veer into that direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Nothing. Healthy times. Throw some protein powder if you want to get your you know, your your grams in. You're doing your macros. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say there's Somebody like a whole me. other Hollywood way of getting your grams in. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, on a somewhat related note, amongst all those other things, uh, it is June 5th. June is Pride Month. So Woo-hoo. happy Pride. Happy Pride. Now, I, you know, cis, well, well, what, straight, you... white, male, whatever other adjectives, you know, Jew, uh, I, I don't know. But uh, so Pride isn't, you know, directly affecting my life, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of friends, folks I know. It is, and so in honor of them. Am I an ally? No, I'm just a guy who tries to do the right thing. And honoring your friends who celebrate pride, right thing. Mm-hmm. Gay pride. One question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Pride of lions. <laughs> we're, 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 cel- we're spending the month of June <laughs> celebrating, celebrating our lions' friends. ability to gather in groups. <laughs> Families, if you will. One might call it a pride. No, yes, gay pride. <laughs> And so, so here's my, here's my question. And this is for, for those taking notes, this is where I thought we were going to go off the rails with the show. Uh, but in, since you brought up getting your grams in any, any holiday, uh, that isn't, you know, as we were saying with national gingerbread day, it is going to be, you know, where it's, it's created by the, the manufacturers, the people who want to sell more stuff. And and I'm I'm not about to go on a rant that you know National Pride Month was just invented by the Prides to sell more pride. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But the the one question I have because I you know I'm I'm a little bit of a traditionalist when it comes to the stuff that I do celebrate. So it's like you know when someone oh hey yeah we put up the Hanukkah tree. It's like they, they, it is not a tree holiday. Like you know we have you know, biblical Arbor day to Bishvat, you know, it's, we don't do trees. We, we have oil lamp or candles tend to do the job these days. So when people start introducing unnecessary things to holidays, like, uh, is that not, it's inappropriate for the holiday, but like, are you just glomming on to try and, and 
sell stuff. Where am I going with this? How did I get from grams to this? Well, this, this is how, uh, because one of the uh, weed delivery services in, in LA oh, like sent okay. out a thing. Uh, one of one of the brands of gummies, they they were doing a special on on this brand, and one of the flavors uh, is is their uh, their Pride Month flavor, and you can tell it's it's Pride Month because there's a rainbow flag mm-hmm. and and it's sparkly. <laughs> Do they give any money to uh, LGBTQ? I, I don't know. Causes? See, that would if that's what they were doing, it would make sense. Bath what does and it Body taste Works like? Does and they have a candle <laughs> called gay. Love's uh, Always Wins. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I mean, so the the other obvious joke because it's it's tropical punch, fruity, kind of fruity. Uh, <laughs> oh. But that oh, that would be that would be offensive if yeah. I were to say that. Yeah. So, Is it all natural? So I don't say that. Um, I you know I uh, I think the the potent ingredients are uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff. No GMO, uh, no gluten. Um, ingredients: uh, tapioca syrup, sugar, gelatin, malic acid, mango acid. flavor. Well, acid. Uh, well, yeah, it's, you know you got to get that that tartness. Uh-huh. Tropical I should bring punch, you man. my chocolates. I need to like I, either I need a pre-measure amount. I think I got some edibles that are too strong because I like the the espresso bean was one. Oh yeah, those are good. The, they're, so they're good and they're pre-measured. Whereas like I like kind of guess with like the bar of chocolate, and I always end up being like, did I put my contacts in the wrong eyes? <laughs> well, well, first of all, were they your eyes? Right. <laughs> okay, that's a good start. <laughs> if, if you got them in your eyes as opposed to someone else's, you're halfway to being in the right eyes. The only time I can take edibles is if I'm out in nature already. I can't yeah. do it around the house. I've got to be like rowing a boat for like six <laughs> hours. Like Coop and I went on a on a row on a row, and some guy was like, "Oh, I wish I could get my." woman to row for me and i was like i like rowing this is my exercise he's not making me do anything and he's like i'm not making her do anything dude by, by the way on on that note uh take an edible take a bicycle well take the bike to the beach first then you take the edible and mm-hmm. like from uh Temesco canyon ride down to to marina del rey and yeah. just on the bike path Beautiful, oh, amazing. Beautiful. Uh, go early because usually, like around ten o'clock, that's when you get like the idiots who think the bike path is just a lovely place to stop and survey your surroundings for minutes on end. It's oh, like, yeah. no, nah, that's it's a road just a road. with with bikes and you know occasional scooters. Follow the young Follow well, the follow up and get the fuck off it's it if you're not on a vehicle. Do you think you um, take like my five year old? She gets a yeah, bike. Like, she wants know. a pedal bike. Uh, she has a, a yeah. A, I mean, a balance you know, now, people but. can you know go around on your left. You know, uh, yeah. You know, it's She's it's a five? great place, but it is. She'll be five. At the it end is June. so beautiful. Just you know, one of the, one of the glories of living in Southern California. And if if you're anything like me, you love going to the beach, but you hate dealing with people. Mm-hmm. So you know you're on your bike, you got your headphones in, and you know mm-hmm. tunes of your choosing, and just a, a beautiful ride. Uh, you know, and yeah, there are people, and then you know by the time you get down to the Venice Boardwalk, that's kind of popping, and there's a lot of people at the the Venice Skate Park that's right on the bike path. So it's it's cool, it's scenic, uh, and 
you know, I uh, used to try and, and take off work on my birthday, which is in November. Usually, you know, weather would be nice enough and you go and it's like just as the the uh, the fog and everything is starting to burn off. Mm-hmm. So you you know you look to one side and you've got ocean and and sun and gorgeous, and then and you the look to your side other side and you got PCH and, and mountains. No 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 no, because you're right on the beach. So, you know Venice, that's sure. But you know when you're you know further north on on this path, uh, you you got the mountains, PCH and and the clouds like you know hundred feet up, so they're right there, mm. and. It, I mean, there there are a few things that are just as jaw-dropping, you know. It's mm-hmm. like nature. Fuck yeah, if I may quote the rug burns. Amen. Um, so, yeah, would, I would highly recommend. But, yeah, take an edible. Do that bike ride. And if you right. when you get to Marina Del Rey, if you, you know, get off the path, because the path ends there. And then you can go, uh, just keep going down. Uh, there's an alley, or you can just ride through the streets get to venice uh and the canals and it's just it's a great bike ride and if you know there and back uh it's like 16 to 18 miles depending on how much you noodle around uh sweet good stuff so sweet. not only not only a, a cooking show we're also doing travel recommendations yeah, so i like that <laughs> i like that to burn off the calories from the cooking show Mm-hmm. You know, got to do it somehow. But mm. um, yeah, I uh, and since since Liz brought up uh, dropping stuff off, uh, we are not licensed, but uh, I am a doctor. <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> Bought the degree. Uh, but any any uh, edibles, anything you need tested or uh, need to get rid of in a safe manner, uh, just give me a shout. <laughs> yeah, just don't run into that. Uh, the chick last time that gave you that, that hit. Oh yeah, well that was that was my own That's you know idiocy of mixing things. Uh, he, he did a, he did a full Indian uh, squat right on. I'm okay. I'll just be here for a minute. It was actually at uh, sweet at the release party for oh! for I'm crowning. Uh, oh, was it out in the parking lot? Uh, no, I I you know no no harm no foul. So I'm not going to draw out her uh, oh, yeah, here, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, comedian I've known for years, you know, and it, it was, it's, it's the kind of thing that like a novice would go, oh, is that shit dosed? And it's like, no, it, that shit isn't dosed. That shit is just strong. And you were already like hitting drink your own in. stuff and you had a drink inside. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cause I, I, you know, I've, I've known him to, you know, he always tell me, yeah, I have a little this, this, da, 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 da. And all of a sudden, he went from, I was talking, then all of a sudden, I didn't see him. And I looked down, like, oh, shit, he's down there. He was in full Indian style. Uh, no, I'm good, bro. I'm, like, I'm good. I just need to sit here, man. Yeah, yeah, just need to, you know, regroup. Yeah. For me, the rule is you have to start with weed, and then you can fold in your alcohol. If you've been alcoholing, you can't fold in your weed without it being like, without being like, I'll see you on the other side, Ray. See, you know, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as I've as I've gotten older, I don't drink uh, like liquor as much, and I've always been a fan of, of cheap swill beer. Uh, you know, being being a Midwestern boy, so you know, Mickey's. The, no, I I mean, there's cheap? there's cheap swill beer, and then you know, even even Pat I have Blue standards. Mm, Miller in, in a pinch, Miller, a uh, big fan of the light. Having lived in Missouri uh, for eight years, uh, coming from Chicago, uh, 
If if see if I'm gonna go malt liquor, back in back in college, King Cobra was the way to go, because it's it's kind of like going to the racetrack used to be here in L.A. When we had uh, you got Hollywood Park, and you got Santa Anita. Santa Anita is beautiful. You know the the grounds, everything. It's great. Hollywood Park before they tore it down, it was it was the kind of place that reminded you. Like, oh yeah, there's nothing savory about gambling. You're you're <laughs> hanging out with alcoholics and degenerates. And Hollywood Park just really hammered that message home. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like the the atmosphere was just yeah, I don't. You felt I don't like need, a real gambler. Didn't I, you? Well, I don't need my yeah because <laughs> I lost pretty much every fucking year. We used to go for the Derby every year, mm-hmm. and then one year we went to Santa Anita, and there's. Okay, Santa Anita, like there's a, a separate area for the kids to play, like with inflatable bouncy house kind of things, jungle gyms, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Park. Uh, I have a distinct memory of a kid finding like a, a little plastic uh, Virgin Mary statue abandoned under under the benches right up next to the track and, and basically just scratching the face off on the pavement. Like... <laughs> That that is the entertainment for children. I wanted a racetrack. Right. None of this bouncy house. Hey, it's a fun, family, savory place. And I mean, part. I mean, like largely for me, this is all just. It's about being honest about what you let are, it rip, right? buddy. Let her out. But it's also. I remember like growing up in the seventies and eighties. I couldn't wait to be old enough to go to Vegas because everything I heard about Vegas and. You know, watching Dan Tana solving crimes on TV like Vegas was it was Disneyland for grownups. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I was old enough to go to Vegas and you know legally enjoy what it had to offer, someone in the tourism board had decided, no, it's Disneyland for Disneyland. And it was like a family <laughs> vacation destination. And it's like, no, I don't fucking like I want, you know, another this is just Really ahead, off topic, brother. but out, great story. So I had mentioned uh, coming up with the plan is to not have a plan, basically. That came up at South by Southwest. Back in my college radio days, also used to go to uh, CMJ, College Media Journal Music Marathon in New York. And talk about, talk about things that aren't there anymore. Um, I don't know... How? Because usually, like, we would get a big group of people from the college radio station, uh, KCOU, 435 watts of burning love. Uh, But we would get a group, like, eight people, and we would get a room in, like, a seedy little motel near Washington Square. And, you know, be a bunch of college students jammed into a room. You know, someone wakes up at five in the morning after getting an hour of sleep because that's the only way you're going to get a hot shower for the day. So one year, for whatever reason, our our radio station had a budget and we did something similar, but we got like two hotel rooms at the Vista in the World Trade Center in New York, which is no longer there, you know, thanks Osama bin Laden. Um, But that was the year we saw Reverend Al Sharpton talking uh, to a girl with pink hair in the lobby, you know, just CMJ shit. And one of my friends <clears throat> at the time who he's, he's a VP at a, a major sports network and a brilliant guy, 
he was the general manager of our college radio station for a year. Uh, I was in a sketch and improv group with him. The guy is hilarious and brilliant. So we had a big group of us. We were, you know, we had been to a bunch of shows that night. We were on our way back to the hotel. It was like two in the morning. And this had to be maybe 93, 90, eh, maybe 94, uh, somewhere in there. And we're, we're on the subway. We're going back to the World Trade Center. And, you know, you hear garbled over the announcement, uh, next stop, Times Square, Times Square, next stop. And so my buddy Mike is like, okay, so we are, next stop is like the juncture of, of seediness. This is like, you know, the, the grimiest place in the universe. Y'all want to go back to the hotel or do you want to go check out Times Square at 2 a.m.? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Times Square at 2 a.m. <laughs> so we get to the Times Square station, not a soul, uh, you know, on the platform. We go up expecting, you know, like hookers and, and neon and just, uh, you know, everything we've seen in, in movies. And we, we were about 10 years too late for that shit, you know. So we get out and it's, it's basically, you know, city walk with no one there because it's two in the morning and the M&M store isn't, no, we didn't know. We didn't hear shit. Uh, like, you know, and, and it was like, wow, how, how the mighty have fallen. Um, but yeah, it's, I want, I want my Times square old, old and grimy. I want Vegas to be seedy and you know, you want a dive bar, don't you? Damn right. Yeah. Like it, if you got, if you got vices, some, some good punk, Gotta have a good jukebox. You should go to the Foxfire Lounge. I haven't been there. It's um like on Riverside and um Ooh, Valley and, Valley and, Dive Bars is yeah, a whole it's other a Valley Dive Bar. And it's like it's like one street over from like a really nice neighborhood. But every time I've done stand up comedy there, I have had and, and it's only been twice, but I've I've had to grab the top of my beer bottle. <laughs> Just in case, because like two comedians that I know, and you know both of these guys, the uh, another guy was gonna like kick their ass, and I was like, oh, I'll just get behind him and crack the spear bottle over the neck, over his neck, uh, over his head, and if he has a problem with it, I'll stab him in the neck with the with the shards, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then, and my husband's like, please don't get into bar fights, saving guys <laughs> who should be able to protect themselves, and I'm like, they're pacifists. They're not going to fight anybody off. They're just going to get their ass kicked. And he's like, it's not your job. Yeah, and I'm like, carry gas. Yeah, but. Burning people. It's not here. cool, you know. <laughs> burn, right? burn Burn people. It yeah. works. But yeah, fo- try Foxfire Lounge. Yeah. Look at there, see? Fire. Lounge. Fire. It's um, Laurel. <laughs> it's like, it's like fire. Yeah, fire's in the name. Timon's going to show up. See, throw, some, throw some fire on this somebody. This is Betty Barnes. She she may have the brass knuckles at home, but in her purse she's got an industrial size can of Aquanet and a thick <laughs> lighter. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Old school. Burn Old motherfuckers' school. faces off. That's. I remember mm. Aquanet. Mm. <laughs> what a good hairspray. It was so the the reason uh, I took us off on on the original tangent, which uh, many have forgotten, uh, but the 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 Pride Month pot gummies. Like you said, Liz, if they're donating a portion of the proceeds to LGBTQIA, cover your other eye and read the rest of the chart. But if they're donating to causes, then yeah. But have 
Is this how we know, like, has Pride Month jumped the shark, or is this how we know Pride Month has made it? That, you know, people well, are coming out of the woodwork to, to capitalize on it hasn't, it. it hasn't made it yet because, you know, they're pissed off because the woman who's transgendered had just won the golf tournament, and she's thinking of, you know, she's going on to the LPG, she's going to go into the Pro Tour, and oh. she's transgendered. And L- she went, LGBT PGA. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a lot to say. He'll be, no, you can't do that. No, and, uh, and all the guys are like, man, that's bullshit, man. Come on, man. You know, just playing the. I said, dude, why do you care? It's not right. It says who? Well, it's, 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 let them do it. You know, I mean, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. He said, you're not upset. No, I don't. I don't care. I, I, I said, you know, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't say land of the free, land of liberty, and all this shit. And then all of a sudden, but. You know, you, you, you sound like the Puritans when they said that they could screw as many black female slaves, but when the white woman says she wanted her a big black buck, oh no, mm-hmm. you're a disgrace to the nation. Sexist. You, you, uh, you can't do it. You go against the Christian God. You can't do all this. <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden they say, wait a minute, man. You've, what you're basically saying is everything is for the white dude and everybody else can't do the same thing that the white dude's in. But he says you can, but when you go to do it, he all of a sudden he's got something to say about it. A dude, look, if a guy wants to go and remove, you know, his, his, his nuts and become a female, cool. I ain't got a problem with it. But guess what? A female who decides she wants to be a guy, she can remove her boobs. And then decide to go get about 13 inches of penis slapped on, <laughs> hey, and walk into a men's bathroom and go, blam, hey, there you go. Look at, whoa, Jesus Christ. She <laughs> can do out. that. Dun, dun, roll out. Dun, she dun, can do that. Out. And it's expensive. I mean, the, you know, this If stuff, I were to become a guy, I'd be like, give me the hammer. Like, give me the biggest stick you got. I'm going to show it to all my friends. Hey, that black woman, <laughs> hey, the black police officer in San Francisco did that. There was a black female police officer. She she was in San Francisco. Uh, I was, was going to say, you know, it's, <laughs> and she went. I she, mean, I've heard about police officers doing a lot of stuff, but whipping it out and showing it to your friends. <laughs> well, no, no. She, she if was, you're on duty, I, I no, think no, that's she, problematic. She went to the men's bathroom, right? You know, because she had switched over, and she went to the men's bathroom, and well, so he, at, he had switched right, over, yeah, yeah, and standing at the stall, and bloom just dropped her, and they went, "Holy shit!" And some of the guys saw it, and you know, and she just smiled. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, hey. Take a look. That's why I got it. I bought the best one they had. I said, give I... me the Cadillac. <laughs> Escalade or El Dorado? <laughs> With the Escalade, the biggest one. You tint the windows on that. <laughs> the only problem I can see with, like, transgender, like, uh, like if you're a, if you're originally a woman and you want to compete in men's sports and you've made that transition, I don't see a problem with it because you're absorbing a, you're doing it because you're with you're absorbing a genetic like like a, uh, you know men are usually you know twice as strong pound per pound as women plus they're also is bigger so you're looking at like if if like this is what i'm telling my my, my little girl i'm saying if you're going to fight a guy you got to count on being three times smarter than he than he is because he's going to be three times stronger than you he's going to be stronger pound for pound he's going to be bigger so you're looking at like you have to fight three times harder than he does if you're going to win so you're saying that trans men 
get surgically bigger dicks because they already have short man syndrome when they're going into it? No, I'm saying if <laughs> I were a trans man, right. I would get the biggest. I'd get. I'd get like. I'd get the penis that everybody was afraid of. I'd, <laughs> and and you know, I'd be like, I'd get the penis where like like like, you know, like like. You know, everyone would be like, I don't even know what to do with this. Like, do I hang my towels on it? Like, like, is this, you know, what's what's happening? What? I'd get the confusing one. And it also works in the other way because then the man has to go out and get a butt. And a lot of times with these big <laughs> these butt explosions that men have been, that they've been going through. Mm. You know, you notice that the, the people have been either from their butt injections, they've been dying. And what? also, well, yeah, I, I thought, I mean, it's, I haven't, I, I'm sure it's still going on. I, but I, yeah, I mean, that was like a big they, thing they, years yeah. ago. It was no, like no, people. It was, still, I mean, the, the girl that I almost dated, she was jealous because her, you know, her uh, family member was going to get a new ass. But I mean, I, I mean, like going to the back alley butt clinics. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, it's you like can't go that, to, yeah, yeah. Can't go if to, that is just a, a whole even though you go to a you know they're either going to Mexico or, and getting the new butts, but then like you go into the gym and instead of doing the squats mm-hmm. and the ass one of the asses would explode. One lady was doing squats and one went and it exploded, and so oh. one one butt cheek drooped and the other one was up. You know, no seriously, it was, I know, it, it, I know. It, it's, it's just it's and people spend thousands of dollars on this. You're talking ten grand to get a new ass. That you have to learn how to walk with because you're not used to walking with big asses, so it's just you just can't go out and get one. <laughs> Plus, think- like laying on your back, you know, you got to really get that those hip flexors stretched if you're going to be able to lay on your back properly if you yeah. have a butt, yeah. you know. Yeah, and men, you have to I mean, put think about under it. your knees. A man getting a a, a Beyonce butt put on mm. to go from just a you know regular man, and then you got now you you think you're just going to be Beyonce or Serena. And go. You can't just do that. I mean, it just, you're you're really messing around with something that you. Well, I mean, you you can. There there are doctors out there oh, that yeah, will do, do that kind of. Thing. This is this is one of those cases of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Man. <laughs> Hip abductors. You got to do the hip abductors and some squats. Get yourself some resist bands. I was going to say, I think the uh, I think the hip abductors are are playing at the Echo Plex uh, <laughs> in about three weeks. I would totally go see that band. That's yeah. That sounds like like the hip abductors. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, like maybe. a bunch of a bunch of you know uh, kidnappers with with yeah. very well kempt beards. Yeah, <laughs> Trinidad, Colorado is the uh, sex change capital. Yeah. Oh, good for them. Yeah, yeah. got to be known for something. The guy wears, uh, one of the doctors, he wore a Stetson hat and cowboy boots. Went from a dentist to doing, he does probably about five a week. Yeah. I need to find like out Like during more. surgery or just in general? What's that? <laughs> the, the Stetson and the boots. Well, yeah, well, after, you know, after, that's what kind of guy, when I interviewed him, he was, when you when they went to interview him, he was in a Stetson hat and boots. And he I thought you were saying, like, either, yeah. either he, he, that's what he wore during surgery, which seems like boots. it could be unhygienic. Yeah. Or he, he had surgery done so he could wear a Stetson yeah. and, well, and cowboy boots. Although his, the, the guy they showed that he, he redid him, and turned, he was a, a Navy SEAL named Henry, turned him into Henrietta. Yeah. No, no, he should have stayed Henry. Yeah. Henrietta, he didn't look very good. You know, but that's that's the thing. It's it's a personal choice, and if you know, if you want to do that, it you know whatever that is, be it gender reassignment, piercings, tattoos, it it is your body. You yeah. know, it's it's uh, the the wise words of my father uh, when. So I knew, uh, and especially after my sister got a tattoo, and and my parents saw it. Uh, 
Like, I, I knew that the, the wise way to go with this, because this is the benefit of having an older sister. Occasionally, they make mistakes that you can learn from. Because, as I always like to say, it's good to learn from your mistakes, but it's better to learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so I figured when I knew I was going to get a tattoo, told my parents, going to do this some point, sometime soon. Don't know when. You have from now until then to try and talk me out of it. It's not going to work, but I want you to feel like you you had a chance. And I figured my mom would be all like, oh, that's cool. Like, go ahead, you know, because she was cool. With, she actually took me to get my ear pierced for the first time. I figured my dad would raise holy hell. Other way around. Uh, mom kind of freaked out and dad just shrugged and said, it's your fucking body. Just do with it what you will. And I think ultimately that's, if you feel that you were born misgendered, if you have the means to do something about that, do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is your body. It is, it is your truth. The, the whole thing of, you know, your right to swing your fist ends where my nose begins. Mm-hmm. If you have something that you feel you have the wrong body, whatever, and you want to do it, that is far outside of my nose. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Do it. I'm happy for you. I'm, they, I'm they, human, so I may, you know, may make mistakes, may misgender you, you know, but uh, I, one, one trans comedian who I, you know, I consider a friend, I felt kind of bad, like at the beginning when she first announced that she was transitioning and I, a lot of people, she, she was like the ask Jeeves for, for trans mm-hmm. issues. And I, I asked a question once and the resentment came through in the answer, like, Basically, hey, I'm I'm not you know the the butterball hotline here. Don't really you got to come to me with every trans question you got. Um, I've got to find out more because like especially with like trans female athletes competing, when you look at like, and I I don't want to be a bigot or anything, but if you look at like like I mean I'm all like I want to be supportive and I need to know more because. Like when I was, when I'm telling my little girl about like, if you go up against a guy, you're talking about bone density, pound per pound strength advantage. You're talking about length of bone, further reach. Right. But here's, so here's where I fit in on this. And having like gone off of my long diatribe about gambling being shady and stuff, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not generally, I, I don't consider myself a sports fan. You know, it's, I got my teams. I love watching. I don't follow it. My brain is preoccupied with plenty of other stuff. Like some guys can quote batting average figures like throughout the years. I can tell you who produced a lot of records in the nineties. You know, it's like, that's where Mm -hmm. my brain space went. But the only sport that I do gamble on when I gamble on sports is, is horse racing. So, you know, there it, it matters to me what, drugs are being put into the athletes. Other than that, it's it's like, yeah, you know, some people will say that trans women have an advantage on the sporting field and they may cite medical evidence, some of which may be extremely relevant. But as, you know, Timon has brought up on the show many times, he had a coworker, you know, who she knew how black people were getting good at sports because they're so crafty. They had an extra bone in their foot. So the thing <laughs> is there, you know, when there is competition, someone is always going to come up with some bullshit 
that you know may be loosely based in fact about how the the competition has an edge and some people will say hey you know we got to go out there and play the game to the best of our ability and if we are a better team and we have better ability better team dynamics then that increases the likelihood that we will win if on the other hand you want to say hey I feel like I should be saying this in a Russian accent, uh, mm-hmm. considering we got Olympics coming up. So if you say, hey, we have advantage because we have more steroids, more drugs in systems, we do better. We win. Or if you want to extrapolate that even further and say, you know, still in the implied Russian accent, hey, we got your campaign data and we know how to use Facebook to Mm -hmm. target advertisements and and misinformation. You know, there are things where, yes, there is uh, the possibility of having an unfair advantage. Mitch McConnell. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Texas voting repression laws. Oh, yeah. Uh, But there, there are places where, in the grand scheme, like, does it matter? And if it does adapt, change, you know, figure it out. Because athletes it's kind of are, like the, are okay, athletes. I, They're going to play. Figure out, you know, we, we figured out how to put ramps on buildings because, oh, you know, apparently people in wheelchairs also like to go into buildings. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the guy who is a black dude and he... He has no legs and he wrestles. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude is massive. His arms are like I mean he's amazing. And so there was a big debate at my cigar line said, dude, that's cheating. I said, What do you mean? He said, dude, that guy should not be allowed to wrestle. I said, Why not? He's not a full man. I said, I don't give a shit if he's uh-huh. not a full man. I said, No, you know what it is? You're you're afraid that you're gonna lose to mm-hmm. half a man. Bingo. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. It's, you, you know the guy that um, uh, he has no arms and no legs, and he's, he's the. Is he uh, using like robot legs though? No, no, no. I think a, that no, should no, be out. No, no, no. no if you're using no, robot legs, no, no, how Liz, am I going to put you in Liz, a, he in a is leg bar? Nothing but he's a half man. His it, arms though are. He, big he as looks like legs. someone took like a Masters of the Universe action figure and just took the bottom off. But like <laughs> he, so, he looks like crazy, overly inflated. Right from the waist up. Because so that's the what there is. He went against him. Wild. The first guy that went against him, he pinned him, and he has no leg. But so it's like you're 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 going against this massive. Just it's it's an upper body, but there's no legs. You're not you're there's nothing to grab onto. Well, and and, and he yeah, pins he, the guy he, like he can't put anyone in a leg hold in a, in a scissors hold or anything like yeah. that. You know, if I remember, you know, wrestling legit wrestling moves right. from gym class. But that's the thing. It's it's like, well, you know, you may say that he has an advantage in one way by you know not having legs for the opponent to grasp onto, but he also has the disadvantage of not having legs to grasp onto his opponent. Well, so you know. Or like the guy who's the guy that does all the um, he does all the um, motivational speaking. He has no arms and no legs. Beautiful wife too. Just had a kid. Tony I mean, Robbins? No, no. no, no. He, he has no arms, he, no legs. Oh, he has arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has legs too. Yeah. And and horse teeth. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I remember. I, I understand said, they get Tony Robbins to talk by rubbing peanut butter on his gums. <laughs> oh. No, wait, that was Mister Ed. It's close. <laughs> 
I, I, and I, I remember having this, this dream about this guy, and it's like we're both in a rowboat, and we're row, and I'm rowing, <laughs> right? And I'm rowing, and the guy says to me, Ty, you know, and we're out in a big lake. And he says, Ty, you know, I figured out something. What's that? If this boat sinks, you're not going to make it. I said, what do you mean? He says, I can swim, and you can't. I said, damn, that's fucked up. Can you imagine? <laughs> That a guy, and that's, that's being pretty cocky. You got no arms, no legs. I'm sitting here. I'm full. I have a full body. This boat sinks. I'm screwed. But I did tell him. I said, "Could watch out. It could be a giant fish. Think you're a turtle and eat you. Other than that, but yeah. well, and I, I was going to say, you know, in case of a water landing, your your boatmate can be used as a flotation device. Right. How can he? Hey, oh, fish. What? Fish don't have arms or legs. Oh. They manage. Right, yeah. no, he, no, he, and dude swims like a fish. He jumps off of, he has a, and he has a swimming pool. Dives off the diving board. Boosh. You, you may be too young to remember uh, Patrick I'm... Duffy is the man from Atlantis. Do you remember the oh, TV yeah. show in the late seventies, yeah. early eighties? But yeah, oh, he. They were trying, he's trying to make him the Aquaman. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah it was, it was like dollar store Aquaman. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to check this out. There's Remember so Ultraman? much I don't know. Oh God, yeah, yeah, God. If yeah, yeah, there's so much I don't know, and I want to learn, because so I want to be like inclusive. Like I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I want to be totally inclusive and totally supportive. You know, I, uh, I. You know, I guess it would be up to like, you know, I, I just know that like Cyborg wasn't allowed to fight Ronda Rousey until she like like cleared her drug test or like dropped down dropped down from from uh, heavyweight oh. to bantam. Well, you know. Well, actually, there's now, now the most dangerous chick that's about to come out. Oh, Amanda Nunes. No, no, no. Ooh, no, no, no I love no. her. There's a black chick who's won all the top boxing championships. She's she's Olympic fighter. She won gold, everything. She's like a, a either a middleweight or whatever. And she's found that there's nobody for her to box, so she's got to go into MMA fighting now. Oh, uh, but yeah. she can box her ass. That chick's a beast. Yeah, yeah, Amanda Nunes had to start taking heavyweight fights because she just kicked everybody's ass in Bantam. Yeah, right. So now she's yeah. the heavyweight and Bantamweight champion. Yeah, this this, this sister that's coming up, she's out of Detroit. I think she's out of Detroit, yeah. I'll look for yeah. her. Oh, Stone Cold, you know, just looks, you know, she, she would be the one to tell you. She'd probably make a great dominatrix, I think. <laughs> Make great dominatrix. You, you know the number one dominatrix are black women. Did you know that? I I had a friend who was who was a, a, a black woman who was a dominatrix, and I visited her at her. Is, studio. is she still a black woman? She well, she passed away. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, but so um, not a dominatrix she's anymore. Not either. a dominatrix anymore. She's somewhere <laughs> torturing the angels. Um, oh, uh, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a hundred and fifty. She got paid. Some of them, you know, David. Two hundred dollars to step on your balls with spiked heels. Mm-hmm. She made this guy dress I, up. Like I would a pay maid. someone two hundred dollars to step on someone else's balls with spiked heels. <laughs> Speaking of Mitch McConnell, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's <laughs> one possibility. I I did say we were going to derail before we finished the intros, right? Yeah. Uh, Have I, we gotten to anything? Let, I say well, we do speed round. But we probably will. But first, I, I figure we, we should uh, mention that we are 137 days into the Biden administration and uh, at least an hour into the show. And as of today, we've got... Timbany. 596,483 Americans dead 
from the coronavirus and 33,352,885 confirmed cases with about 169.7 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 137.5 million of them, three in this very room, fully vaccinated. So some interesting figures for the week. And so, so tell me this, with all the advancement we've made, why are we going after Fauci? Well, that that would be a good question. That's uh, something good to mention. Uh, first first topic on my list. Oh, it is. Oh, it's, shit, yeah. we, th- we think alike. Okay. And I I think the reason that people are going after Fauci is it it's no surprise. This isn't going to be like the secret ingredient in the Colonel's Seven Herbs and Spices. It's like this is this is the other six herbs and spices. Oh, salt? No shit. And going back to the conversation about transgender athletes or people who are perceived to have an advantage or create that advantage for themselves is because the Republicans, and here's here's the big secret, they have no policy agenda except stopping the Democrats from doing things that will help people. So what they what they need, what they have instead, they they make boogeymen. And, you know, I think it was uh, Axios this week that had the story that Fauci is Trump's new Hillary. Right. Uh, But if you look, you know, I I started watching this show on Vice Mm -hmm. that was, you know, in-depth look at at the QAnon people. And like 10 minutes in, I had to turn it off because these people were so fucking stupid. And and it's not just the stupidity, but the the self assuredness, which it's it's paired with that. That's what makes it dangerous. Mm. Um, but they they need to go after Fauci because they need a boogeyman. They need someone that they can point a finger at, and and focus the rage, mm. and get everyone on the same page. Like it doesn't matter that it it's all set up in bullshit. But it's not going to work, Dave, because. People are getting, I mean, the vaccine, okay, we they gave Trump credit in the media for pressuring to get these guys to get a vaccine. Then the assholes refused. His very people won't get the vaccine, okay? We were trying to get you, and, and you know, because one, he didn't have a plan on how to get the vaccine into people's arms, which Biden had to come in and do that part. And then once you, you you're getting them in their arm, his, wait, wait, are you are you saying that the the difficult part is actually doing the work, not yeah. not just like right. yelling at scientists and companies? Right. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Weird. Yeah, how that works. And the the, the then you you know people say, well, you know, it was they always want to say, as I've heard, it was both sides. They were giving out misinformation. No bullshit. It was not both sides giving out anything. We had a guy who wanted to call everything a hoax. He didn't want you talking about it. He knew the truth. He would not. He would not give people. Uh, he wouldn't tell the truth. He wanted to keep it away from them. And then he goes and gets the damn vaccine in secret. He lied also about how sick he was. Mm-hmm. He he actually should have died. He was really he really I, hey, bad. I, he still should. Yeah. Well, and because of what he had. He should have. He should have died. Because, but if it wasn't for the cocktail, okay, that kept his ass alive. That's why when when Biden got in office, the first thing they did, they fired those doctors from over it that got that 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 pulled that crap 
that Trump had them cover up for. He had them all sign NDAs. There's, everything's been a lie. And then you're going to go after the one guy, a guy who's a trailblazer, who's been around since the fucking AIDS epidemic, which is the reason why you're able to get a, a, a medication where AIDS don't even show up. That's how well he's done. So now you're going to question this dude. And Rand Paul's wrong for that. Oh, he's wrong for everything. Oh. Well, except for getting, you know, being used as a tackling dummy by his neighbor. He's, we he's are perfect all Rand for that. neighbor. Aren't we? Aren't we, though? <laughs> we should be hit with a brick. But, you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting that you, you bring that up and kind of just a, a thought. Right. Because Mike Pence came out of, of his borough this week, saw his shadow, yeah. uh, which means we get six more weeks of idiocy. But he said that he he and, and Donald Trump just don't see eye to eye right. and never will on, on what happened on January mm. 6th. And so knowing Trump, and this is this is just an idea, an uh, old friend of mine from college, whenever I, I say things like this, you know, he usually comes back with, don't, don't give them any ideas. But this is, this is me giving them ideas because I think this could actually be effective and it's, it's completely on brand. So, Trump last on record on January 6th, basically calling Mike Pence a pussy for, for not joining his insurrection. And, and you know, that's kind of understandable when, when people are, are raiding the, the building you're in, screaming that uh, you, you should be hanged. Maybe not the best incentive to join the group. Just, yeah. just a thought. But from the Trump side, no love for Mike Pence. Right. Even though Pence is, yeah. you know, back in groveling position. Pence used to be governor of Indiana. So what I would suggest, because Trump, yeah, he's speaking at, you know, some Nazi rally in North Carolina tonight. Oh, yeah, and, with Christy Nome. Yeah. Uh, who wants yeah. to run for president. So rather than uh, making another bid for the presidency, uh, because that was one of my favorite quotes uh, this week when Facebook uh, announced that Trump was banned from Facebook for two years. And he said, well, when I'm back in the White House, there will be no dinners with Mark Zuckerberg. And I, I just want Mark Zuckerberg to know that I would say equal likelihood of me getting into the White House. So there will be no dinners <laughs> with me either, Mark Zuckerberg, when I'm in the White House, because that's going to fucking happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but Trump should run for governor of Indiana to really stick it to Mike Pence. I, I think he, he did really well in Indiana in the election in 2020. So he's got his fan base there. And built-in slogan, you can't spell Indiana without NDA. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, you know, Trump, if you're listening, that's a good idea. I'd love to see the 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 Trump uh, Trump and Pence run against each other, and then we can finally get a Democrat as governor. You know, in I, Indiana. well, yeah, but I think I think we need to we need to change the election. You know, Republicans love changing the rules of the election, so I would love to see that. But first, we need you know one of those late night buried deep in a bill change the format of the state elections in Indiana to a Thunderdome trial by combat to the death. You yes. Know? And you know, it's, it's sort of like alien versus predator uh, tagline in reverse. No matter who wins, we all lose, we all, but yeah. yeah, no matter who loses, uh, we, we win a little we bit, a we win. We win. little bit, but 
on that <laughs> note of changing the rules and what we've seen the Republicans doing over, you know, well, since Mitch McConnell mm-hmm. became majority leader. It's it's not, and see, I mentioned this earlier, I don't know, 30 minutes ago or so, when wanted to talk about bending the rules versus breaking them. And the Republicans got to give them props. You know, they... They fight dirty real good. Yeah, uh, so good. You know, they're, they're incredible at cheating. And some of them, like Trump, will color outside the lines and take the, the help from foreign governments, even though that's expressly forbidden. Not, not supposed to do that. Trump, Trump will go there. McConnell has a way of just bending the rules to the point of breaking. You know, uh, well, you know, we don't think, with with a Democrat in office, we don't think that uh, we should approve a Supreme Court justice in an election year. Mm-hmm. When there's a Republican in office, we're going to do that lickety split. So there's mm-hmm. there's been a lot of fuss about the Democrats getting rid of the filibuster in Congress, which is not a law. It's it's a rule that they obey by will, not you know by mandate. So. What I would recommend for the Democrats is if you're going to win the game, in some ways, you got to play like the Republicans. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? No, I'm not advocating all out cheating. You get rid of the filibuster, and the yep. way you do it is you convince Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema that just before the midterms, we're going to bring it back and we'll codify it. But let's get some shit done first. And. It's it's not so breaking the rules. You can, so you can get rid of it and bring it back? Well, I you know, yeah, I, I think, theory. you know, yeah. much much like uh, the Corvette that my parents were going to buy me in high school, you can promise really? that you're going to bring it back without ever intending to bring it back. You know, Joe and Kristen just need to believe that it's going to come back. And if it looks like the Republicans are going to take a majority, then fuck yeah. You put every check in on the system oh, yeah. because it's obvious that the checks that already exist mean jack shit to them. Well, I listened to the uh, to the thing on Manchin yesterday, and he was talking to a couple of reporters. And he said, well, we're going to work with him. He said, but sir, and they told him, sir, you, they've lied to you already twice. They've already told you they, they 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 wouldn't do the commission. What more? If they won't do a commission, what makes you think they're going to do anything? Else? Well, we got to try. We got to. I'm I'm gonna work like hard. I'm gonna work. Dude, you're not going. Yeah. And he's only saying that because he majority of West Virginia is Republican, well, and he's trying to save absolutely. his skin. No, I I get that, and you know he he does you know ostensibly vote with the Democrats. Uh, uh, enough, much more than a Republican in that seat would. So, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, it's a tumor, but it's a good tumor. Is it really that good? I don't know. But, it, you know, the, the thing is the Republicans have played dirty with, with situational stuff in politics and something else. I will freely admit that there are times I regret living in a post me too world because, you know, you talk about the the Republicans shooting everything down. And it's not getting through to Manchin. Look at what's happening with President Biden and his negotiations for an infrastructure package. Every time the Republicans come at him with, with a counteroffer, it is nothing that could be taken seriously. Right. So my regrets about living in a post-Me Too world is that in in a just world, 
at the next meeting, when the Republicans came at Biden with their counteroffer, he would just be able to whip his balls out, <laughs> point at them and go this. This is this is our new offer to the Republicans. This is the offer. You guys ain't getting dick. <laughs> and then put his balls back in and go to the White House and tell the House and the Senate to just pass this shit because the Republicans Even are never going to let it happen. Bernie Sanders, as nice as Bernie Sanders is, Bernie even stated, look, we're going to, he said, if we got to go it alone, we will go it alone. He said, because they don't want to get, Bernie, Bernie knows. Bernie said, look, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, we're going to keep trying, but he'll go and he'll tell them. But if we got to go alone, we'll go alone because they're not going to give us what we want. And we've went there and they're not going to. And Joe Manchin's trying to be their friend. Look what happened to Obama when he tried to be their friend. They've reached across the aisle to them all the time. You think Mitch reaches across the aisle to who? Mm -hmm. well, Mitch don't give yeah, a fuck. There's, there's an old saying. Tell a man there's a billion stars in the sky. Uh, he'll believe you. Tell him the paint is wet and he'll have to touch it to make sure. <laughs> and it's like, how many fucking times are you guys going to touch the bench? Well, Biden rejected the Republican offer right. that was brought to him. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's, he's... But, I think Biden like saw what I, happened to Obama, and, and Schumer learned his lesson too, because Schumer's going to put um, a bunch of like, like uh, we agree, you know, like Senate bills on the floor for like no brainers, and watch them all get killed, and watch uh, Mansion and Cinema watch them get killed, and then he'll be like, all right, do you still want to? You, are you you're still not wanting to abolish the filibuster because they just. They just voted against like making a law that slavery is bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the, the killer part was the the guy who got killed, the cop who got killed. His mom came down there mm -hmm. and oh, begged his mom. Yeah, yeah, begged these guys. That, and they that, he was a Trump supporter too. Yeah. Like all of those capital, like m the majority of the Capitol police were Trump supporters. He served his purpose. Yeah, most but most <laughs> police officers. That's crazy. I'm like, does he regret his vote? Most like. <laughs> Most police like, officers think, are Republicans. Think he'd take it back if he could. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, they're they're horrible, evil people, yeah. and and we give them badges and guns. Now yeah. there there are some good cops out there. <laughs> yeah, like Goodman. Goodman, he's a good yeah, cop. No, there he are, single handedly. There saved. are some good ones, but the the thing is, the rot is in the system, and you know the the few good apples aren't enough. They they aren't capable of fighting the system on their own, which is, hey, that's where the American people come in. Speaking of which, I was just looking up like transgender athlete stuff because I want to be more informed. And, and uh, there's apparently a rigorous hormone therapy that has to be achieved to have certain levels of estrogen in order to participate and so like i think that's a game i think that's a game changer because i was thinking like oh you know like if a guy just says oh i identify as a woman now i want a box they have to it's like the guys that come into my job and are going through the the, the young kids are going through the transition like so, mike tyson wants to fight ronda rousey you know what i mean yeah that's like that'll think that's fair a, yeah no, no well and that's, she might so, take his ass but, but he'll, this this he'll is the thing though her. that i think uh, a lot of people don't get and it's not just professional sports, but life in general. And yes, we should aspire to do all the great things that we want to do. But kind of like in, in the same way that I, I like my degeneracy to be honest about what it is, like know your limitations. 
and I'm not, you know, suggesting that we should all like beat the shit out of ourselves mentally every day, but let's just say there wasn't a moment in life where I, I spent a period of time being heartbroken because of the realization that I was never going to play in the NBA. You know what? I'm, I'm an, an out of shape white guy who's not tall by NBA standards with bad knees. Yep. It's not going to happen. And, and there are things that I'm never going to be a professional MMA fighter. That's, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could be but in the can, 50, 50 and over. You know, like, yeah, that's I, the thing. You know, it's I go like into some training. There, there is pro and over, stuff. Only moms, only fight other moms. Yeah. You like know, join, on, on the, you know, join a, a neighborhood league or a, a fight club as they a may fight call club. it. But the thing is, and I, I was thinking about this a lot this week because the whole thing with Naomi Osaka, not wanting to do press conferences because they are incredibly mentally straining. And if you are a top athlete, you know, you gotta, as they say, be on your game mentally. And she announced but was it the French Open? You know, she announced, I'm I'm not going to do the interviews. I will suck it up and pay whatever fines are necessary. And, of course, the whole story became about that. And, you know, when the, the professional association was talking about getting rid of her, she's like, you know, I'm dropping out of the tournament. Let's focus on tennis. This should be about tennis. But the thing is, if you have all the tennis skills in the world, Awesome. Be a great tennis player. If you want to do it professionally, there is more that comes with it. And if, you know, as the case is these days, because, you know, you, you may talk about how sports and, and professional athletics are all about, you know, the, the skill and the, and the craft and, and the ability and watching people perform at, you know, at the height of their ability. That's that's nice. That's not what it's about. You wouldn't be watching this shit if it wasn't making money for someone. Mm -hmm. And you make money off it by putting it on TV, by, you know, gambling is illegal in most states, but, you, you know, you can place bets over the phone or, you know, whatever. It's about the money. And it's, it's unfortunate, but this is what professional athletics are all about. So... Props to, to Osaka for trying to change this from within. And I think that's what she's doing. Well, well, they've the, the, the world of professional sports, however, at least tennis in this case, not ready for it. Well, well, the, the, well it's the thing forcing of, people like me to look at it and be like, oh, I like because I'm all like, oh, yeah, trans transgender rights. Sign me up. And then and then and then people are like, you know, you listen to that Bill Burr joke about how like uh, the that MMA fighter uh, is just a dickless man beating the shit out of a woman. <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? He might have a point. And then but then you have to go look up the counterpoint and be like, oh, that's a that's a bigoted joke, even though it is hilarious. And then you're like, oh, am I a fucking bigot? And I'm like, somebody give me some information well, that's going to help job, me not be a fucking bigot. You my, know what at, I mean? At my yeah. job, they had a kid come in. Okay, he was on the pill, taking the pills to to make the transition. 
Okay, so he was getting boobs and once all the transition's stuff. completed, right, then he, you but, can compete. Right, well, well, but he's he's going through and everything. And I want I want to see your vagina. No, I'm just kidding. We <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be checking genitals. Right, but I mean, he was going through the Honor deal. System. And we okay, so when you get when they come to to the job, right? Okay, and he's cover that he, with a mask. And he's got the long hair, and he's got the you know, and he says, and he goes, hmm, and I and I, I catch this, and they said, oh, we, we're going to put him in. I said, dude, you can't put him. He needs to be in the infirmary, and they're like, "Well, sorry, they said that's against the rule because he's, he's you know he's claiming he's a woman. I don't care what he's claiming. One, you cannot put him in there with all the boys because he was he's sitting there going, oh, yeah. look at all the little penises, la la, and he's having this wonder thing. And then he says, I want to be.' So now what we're doing because we're following the laws of transgender, we put them with the girls, although he's isolated from the girls. Okay, when I you know, so he's in his room. He can sit with them, but he cannot shower with them because he's still got his junk, even though he's he's going through the transition and he's getting the boobs and everything. Like when he when he came in, he shower, he's being he comes through boys' admissions. He didn't go through girls' admissions, he came through boys' admissions. And when he came through and they gave him his boxers and everything, and he threw them back. I don't wear boxers. I wear panties. <laughs> Give me the black kid. I was howling. I was like, where's my panties? <laughs> and so he's sitting there. So they gave him these tight ass panties for him to wear. Uh. And he and he was like, these fit me like a thong. Dude, that's all we got. Shit. What are we supposed to do? I mean, we don't, the, the, the panties aren't made for boys. But now he, if he asks for panties or if she asks for boxers, you got to give it to them. They do fit differently. Like whenever I put on my husband's like briefs, I'm like, "All right, there's there's more room in the front and less in the back." It, it's kind of an odd like like it kind of makes your walk change. Does it make you feel change. like you're in crisscross? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> make you know it, what? Make it jump, jump. <laughs> I'm gonna put them on backwards next time, but then his like where he puts his butthole in his underwear is gonna be by my vagina, and I could get an infection. Well, you know, I'll just make sure just they're super do, clean. Do laundry. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, now you know, you know how the woman, yeah, you know that one woman found out that her husband was wearing her panties, right? Because she said that she said, "There's something different about my panties. They're not fitting me right." Oh. And there no. was a bulge in the front, so it was where the where the where the old you know where his junk was and everything. And she says, as one day she confronted him, she says, uh, "You been wearing my panties?" And he said. Do I look like I would wear your panties? And at that time... He was wearing her panties. He had her panties on. Ah! Right? And kinda, she, wait, you know, it kind of reminds me of, of uh, testimony from Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, who when asked if... Get him. Uh, <laughs> Get that fucking piece when, of shit. When asked oh if uh, he was paying his employees uh, in bonuses after they made political contributions to the candidates of his choosing... Uh, you know, he got very uppity, very well, angry. He got how, angry. How dare you insinuate? What are you insinuating? There was no actual denial. Like there was a no in there somewhere down the line, but no. far enough removed from the question mm-hmm. that it it. Uh, he was blinking his eyes like 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 a uh, so much like I've never. He's such a bad liar. Yeah, and. This is kind of going back a little bit to talking about Fauci becoming the fall guy. Ah. And this is the you know problem 
It's not a problem. This is how science works. Mm -hmm. The problem, much like we were saying, you know, with if if there's a a problem with trans individuals and and all this, the problem isn't with them. It's with you and your inability to adapt and and recognize reality as it is. Well, Uh, it it goes back. but, But the thing with Fauci and science is science comes out with a, a theory and then it is tested and these theories are based on existing knowledge and and actual facts right. and so science at the beginning of the pandemic when we didn't know as much about the virus as we do now science was making its best guesses and then as more information became available science was able to hone those guesses into more tangible facts and so this is this is how science works and this is something that is recognized by people who have been observing science for years right. however the the republicans and going back to what we were saying earlier about they need a boogeyman they have chosen to interpret this not as this is how science works and this is how science has always worked but as he was lying to us, he was lying. And like I was, I was saying earlier, like just because I'm, I'm telling you something scary, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm setting out to scare you. And so he, no, he wasn't lying. He wasn't trying to deceive them. He wasn't doing anything to them. He was working with the knowledge that they had at the moment. And so one of the big stakes this week is about the idea of scientists now saying that it is possible not it this isn't for sure again science you start with what you already know and you you work that down you boil it down again cooking show you reduce it to actual tangible facts so while people are oh he was lying to us the idea of science now saying it's possible that it came from a lab in Wuhan. This is not saying that the people who were saying that initially were right, because it it's not just about what's being said. It's about why it's being said. And the reason mm-hmm. science is saying it now is that we have had time to collect facts and to observe the virus and learn more about it. And much like the unidentified flying objects uh, that all the videos came out. And this week the military said, well, we can't definitively say that they aren't UFOs. They aren't saying that they aren't, but they aren't saying that they are. And so science right now is looking at the origin of the virus based on the information that they have accrued up to this point. Back when Trump was initially saying that it came from a lab in Wuhan, Mm -hmm. this was because he was, as the Republicans are doing with with Fauci now, he was looking for a boogeyman. He needed to take the story from being, there's a virus in our country and our government isn't doing anything about it. That is what people, uh, there were a lot of people who were and still are outraged about that. But the Republican messaging was, fuck that noise. Let's blame these guys who let it loose. 
But you know, it's it's like we've said on the show before. When you're investigating arson, put the fire out first, and then you can figure out how it started. Mm-hmm. Well, but the thing is, we already had people there who were studying viruses. Obama had hired them. Trump fired all the fucking people. We had the money there that was backing the situation. We would have figured out what was going down and how the shit came about long time ago. We already had told you, just like when Gates told them in 2015, okay, don't start here with the Chinese. You assholes, we told you years ago what was coming. Just well, like he yeah, put out for six months I mean, this is, that, that, you know, oh, this is going to be rigged if I don't win. Well, we put out for years telling you that there are viruses out here that we need to get a handle on. We put a, we put a group of scientists there, and because one scientist did not agree with him, he fucking fired the dude and got rid of him. Now you want to attack Fauci when Fauci was your, the main guy keeping you abreast of what's going on. Of what he's been through, what five presidents? What are you a jackass? You just going to throw this guy under the bus because he's yes, trying to find yes, something? Yes, because what he's saying is, it, you know, the facts don't match our message. Yes, so the problem isn't our message. The problem is these inconvenient facts. Well, we like got to get they, rid of them. Well, it's like when they say, you know, oh, you know, that the title is racism, but then if you bitch about it and said, yeah, the, the, you, you, if you say anything about the racism or how the racism started, then they want to shut you up. Because they don't want to discuss it. They don't want to discuss what is real. And you're trying to blame this guy who's trying to do something. You can tell me all day long that it came from China. Look, we already went through SARS. We already went through Ebola. Okay, did you go after him when Ebola came up? Did you go after Fauci when when the SARS shit? Because SARS came from China. No, because it wasn't politically convenient to do that. There was, you know, there was no reason to attack him. And the Taiwanese and everybody else did the same thing that they always do. They put the mask on. They they did uh, six feet of distancing. Boom. They knew. Okay, this is that's why they're trying to tell you this virus is connected to the other viruses that we've already had. We still got the bird flu. No, yeah, no, but no. the the thing is, from the Republican standpoint, if I can't take that information and use it against someone that I don't like, it's useless. So, yeah, you may have all these experts, you may have scientists and doctors who've studied this for years, but if they don't match your message with their facts, mm-hmm. obviously the facts are the problem man and that tiny dicked fuck is gonna be you're gonna have to be more specific that tiny dicked orange fuck oh that one who's gonna blame his kids for his tax evasion um that tiny dicked orange fuck is gonna be up on stage how how much do you think i was right about uh, about do you think he's like increased uh how much he's hitting on ivanka uh basically saying you know Get with me, and we can we can together we can throw Don Jr. and Eric under the bus. Oh yeah! But you got to sleep with me first. Oh. I think Weiselberg's going to end up falling out of a building. They might as well call him. Weaselberg. And I think uh, Don Jr. and Eric are gonna are gonna take the fall, and then I think ultimately Ivanka's going to turn on Daddy. Well, because I mean, I mean, he can't have he. You know, he raped her her whole fucking life. You know it. And 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 I, see, I and I I know you you've said that like multiple times, and it is hilarious. I don't think he has. I think this is this is why he still keeps her around. 
is because he's still trying. He still thinks he has a shot. Uh, you know, a guy like that, he already, he raped a well, thirteen year old. Oh well, yeah. Well, well, you know, you but know, it's that's just like Cohen said though. His, you know, his, his ex lawyer said he said, "Look, what they did to me is the same thing they're going to do. It's the same thing they're doing to Weisselberg." You know, did you know the other guy was, you know, Greenberg? You know, it's all these Bergs and Weisselberg. Hey, 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 hey. what know? are you saying here? <laughs> no, we got it bad saying. enough with, with woke folks hating Israel. Yeah. We don't need to start, you know, oh, the Jews are behind Trump. I never said that. Uh, I love you Israel. Did, you I didn't don't have like to. Netanyahu. Yeah. That's, He's corrupt. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I'm I'm saying I was just putting it in there that these, these yeah. different birds. But, yeah, that yeah. is spoken like someone with an extra bone in their foot. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking anything. <laughs> but it's 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 I think that they're really going to they're gonna do him the same way they did Cohen. I mean oh, they're yeah. gonna go down because they no matter of fact they're interviewing a guy right now. Uh or, or oh, the, yeah. who's yeah, assistant? Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, no no no. He was the, the controller for the Trump organization. Exactly. Thirty five years of knowing where the bodies are buried. Follow the money. And they're breaking it down slowly but surely, man. They're and just breaking it down. To to everyone in the Trump organization. And I think I, I was talking about this last week. When I when I was working for Playboy in Chicago and they offered me the job out, out here in L.A. at the mansion. Some of the, the folks who'd been with the magazine for a long time is the, the editorial director, art director, and photo director, who my, my desk was outside all their offices. So I knew them, you know, worked with them on, on a regular basis because I was doing licensing, uh, but also, you know, on a, on a personal level. It, you know, it was a small company. And when I was getting ready to move out to LA to work at the mansion, I was bartending uh, at a bar in the lobby of the playboy building. And they, yeah, they came down one night and sat at the bar and they said, all right, the one thing you need to know before you go out to LA is that your last name is not, and it never will be Hefner. So enjoy being out there, but don't, ever get the idea that someday any of this will be yours and same thing for the guys working in the trump organization mm -hmm. who like you know the bergs the cones anyone whose last name isn't already trump it never will be so when you are asked if you are going to be loyal to the family or to your country you will always be an american until you defect yeah. You will never be a Trump. Just keep that in mind when you're making your decisions, when the lawyers are putting options on the table in front of you. If you are asked to testify against the Trump organization, just remember and look at everyone, all the quote unquote low level coffee boys mm -hmm. who cycled through that administration over, over the four years that it was around. There is no loyalty coming to you. From from that end of things, mm -hmm. know that, act accordingly. Well, that's why All McGahn. All the money men have been that, convicted. Well, that's, well, if you think about it, that's why McGann's is speaking. McGann's is now they finally got this guy to come out of his closet and speak, and they had to do it. Well, I'll do it under such. Okay, but we can still get you. We can. They can still get. They can still get all of those guys by whatever information McGann's gets them. 
the, as Rachel Maddow said, the the uh, what do they call it? The um, um, Fifth Amendment. No, no, does the, not apply. Uh, yeah, uh, well, no, you're. Uh, it's not out of. Oh, it's still in, uh, under the grand jury. Yeah, it's so the they're grand jury. Gonna be, yeah, yeah, they're going to release the testimony right. next week after both both uh, sides have the ability to uh, right, look at it. Right, but there's a certain amount of years that you have until it's out of reach that you can't do anything oh, about statute it. statute of limitations. Statute of limitations. So it's still under statute of limitations that they can get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and by what he, because uh, uh, from what McGahn stated is that Trump had him doing all kinds of crazy shit. That's what it was. It said crazy shit. And she yep. couldn't say what it was. She said, but it begins with an S and ends with a T. That's what she said. Mm. So he is, you know, not only, and I, I think all of this is going to be tied together. I think, the, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. Uh, the whole thing with Gates, the whole thing with Rudy, mm-hmm. I think the thing with DeJoy, I oh, think yeah. you. I think it's going to come right down because it's just they're all. I, I think they're all connected in a way. DeJoy is going to be so delicious when he goes to the jail, man. <laughs> I fucking can't I, wait I hope for so, that smug little fuck to get what's coming to him. My my belief is that the Republican power structure is counting on people accepting the idea that shit is so fucked up. And it is so ingrained in the system of the way everything works that America and our legal system is is like a big-ass game of Jenga. And Democrats and you know, the, the honest people in the Department of Justice are a bunch of fucking alcoholics. Half of them are still drunk, and the other half have the shakes because of their DTs. And you don't want to let them anywhere near the tower, because if you start picking it apart, it's going to come crashing down. I think Liz Cheney, and I, I think Liz is going to do everything, even though she's, you know, I, Dave, before I get it out, I see you already shaking, <laughs> but I, I think they want the Republican Party to go back to what it was, okay, in order to do that. You got to take down Trump, and you got to take down Trump and his boys. I think Kissinger mm. and all the rest of them, and Sass, they want these guys gone. Look, you, they went too far, and See, that's what they said. Right, and they want Lindsey and those guys gone. I think right. they're going Kissinger, to- Sass, uh, folks like that. I believe they want to change. Liz Cheney, I do not, because she mm-hmm. she wanted to take. Like I, I think you're right that they want to go back to things the way they were. But when Liz Cheney had the opportunity to acknowledge the connection between the big lie about the the non-existent fraud in Mm -hmm. the last election and all these voter suppression laws that are being passed in states around the country, she refused to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't think she was, you know, like a lot of these Republicans that like folks on the left have been you know, uh, louding as, as temporary heroes, Mm -hmm. the, the emphasis is on temporary. Mm -hmm. They, they are not heroes. They just did the right thing for once. And it was kind of crucial when they did it. And thank you for that. Yeah. The, the Lincoln project guys finally decided shit was getting to be too far gone. No, those guys started their evil powers. They got in trouble for for dumb shit though. They started, those guys started doing One of the guys was for sexual assault. Oh yeah. I mean, they they were going, I mean, and, and so, 
you, you, Schmidt was like, look, I'm out. I can't deal. I can't be around you guys. What, right, I but know the, the point, the point being is that like all these, all these like extreme right wingers will occasionally do the right thing because they, you know, well, Doctor Frankenstein occasionally realizes that oh yeah maybe uh, maybe my creation a little bit of monster there no, no, a little no. bit of a monster Abby, Abby what kind of brain did you put into Abby 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 something Abby, Abby someone Abby Abby normal <laughs> God the results. Oh, I fucking laugh every time I see that shit yeah Abby normal Abby, <laughs> you put an abnormal brain. give me a set of give. On on that note, uh, we we are well deep into the show. It is another supersized episode, and it is a beautiful day in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I think that is a thinking thinking of young Frankenstein. Great way to go out. So with that, I want to thank you guys for being here. The artist formerly known as Liz Stewart, Betty Barnes. Welcome to the oh, show. BB. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, give me a minute because I'm figuring out my social media because it's under the name Liz Stewart still, and I've I've changed my I uh, act you know I've changed my acting profiles, but um uh yeah I still have to update my improv and yeah just don't look for me like <laughs> I'll find you later I'll call you. Pay, pay no attention <laughs> pay to that no funny attention. woman behind the curtain. To me. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you, though. Thank you for being here and letting us pay attention to you. Thank it's you. always a delight. And yeah, now that uh, now that you are back in the uh, physical fold, being vaccinated and everything, look forward to having you back on the show. So thank you for being here. Mr. Time and Ship. Yeah, Always a pleasure. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, time and ship at Facebook, time and ship at Twitter, time and ship at, in- time and ship at Instagram. I almost said time and shit. I did. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also, um, you can get my book, My St. Louis, on uh, Amazon.com. I will be performing at the Hollywood Comedy on the 13th. As well as the 18th, I'll be performing Hollywood Comedy. And also I'm doing a show June 12th, uh, Comedy and Poetry uh, in the Park, uh, 7600 Beverly Boulevard. Did we did we figure out which park? I, is that? I didn't find out what park that is. Uh, no, it's just a, it has a bunch of, it's like a. Like know. a music show? Yeah. I think, I think that's MacArthur Park. Is it? Is it? Yeah. So. Uh, oh. Fancy. Bring, bring if you bring cake, bring an umbrella. Oh, okay. You don't want to leave that cake out in the rain. <laughs> I don't think that I could take it. <laughs> I don't get that. MacArthur Park. Oh, oh man, what Jimmy Jimmy head? Webb, Richard Harris. No, you'll know it as soon as you hear it. I okay. I will not trouble the listeners with uh, it. Oh, okay. Well, but that and that uh, that's June twelfth. Yeah. June twelfth. I will be out there. Something uh, so funny that's, happening yeah. in the park. Yeah. So the twelfth and then thirteenth and eighteenth. I have also two shows, but that's uh, uh, pretty much it. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you for being here today. Looking forward to seeing you back here next week. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the socials on Facebook, Dr. David Robinson. 
on the Instagram, I, uh, I am rarely there, but when I am, I am the Dr. Robinson and on the Twitter, I am at stand up, fall down. If you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials on the Facebook. We are let's be treasonable, all spelled out. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S B T R E A S O N A B L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening and the platforms where you're not. Things, life is coming back. So, you know, we aren't going to have all this COVID time to be messing around on platforms where we're not listening to podcasts and saying good things just because we got time to kill. So do it now <laughs> while, while you have the time to kill. Uh, rate and review us on the platforms. Tell everyone you know you enjoyed it. If you you didn't like what you heard. Well, not sure why you're still listening, but I thank you for doing that. Make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, enjoy the second week of Pride Month or the first full week of Pride. And uh, if if it's not something that directly affects your life, I am sure there are people in your life whom it does. So be good to them. Be good to yourselves. We'll be back next week. Until then, goodbye.